when we when we talk about movement, like uh, when we say some words like Chanel, like uh, Berwet, Arabesque, like Forte, all this movement, we take it from ballet. So we should to know how this technique to make um, the style is much better. Welcome to Ballad Dance Life podcast with weekly portion of stories, tips and dance inspiration. My name is Jana Komarnitska, I'm your host and I invite you to explore all nuances of Ballad Dance Life together with me and our amazing guests. Let's start! Hello everyone, welcome to podcast, to Ballet Dance Live podcast. I'm very happy to you are tuning in right now and hopefully you are nailing your dance performances and your dance training sessions. Anyway, my lozung of this week is if it doesn't exist, create it. <laughs> this is exactly how this podcast uh, came to life, that I really wanted to hear from other dancers, like their stories and insights on all sorts of different uh, topics. And I wasn't able to find something that would fit specifically me and what I was really envisioning it to, to look like. So I created it like this. Another funny problem that uh, uh, last year I tried to solve, sort of for myself, but not really just for myself, is, uh, you know, this um, situation that you have a ballet dance friend and uh, their birthday is coming up and you don't really know what to get as a gift. <laughs> that was my pain point for many years. And I was always thinking like, okay, costume, it's too expensive. I can't afford just to give as a present or gift to someone's birthday uh, a costume. Uh, then uh, hip scarf, uh, yeah, but it's too typical, only if I find something like really, really, really cute. But it's very difficult, especially back uh, a few years ago, to find some really unusual cool hip scars, unless you travel from festival to festival. And then another option, what was like uh, jewelries. Okay, that's useful, that's always pretty, it's always cool. But it's sort of like again and again the same idea. Like there is nothing like to to be surprised about jewelry. It's like yes, we all love as ballet dancers pretty things and jewelry to complement our costumes or our day to day looks. But uh, I mean, you sometimes just want to get something cute, not too expensive, but something that will surprise your friend and will be related to ballet dance. Because this is the thing that uh, unites you and your friend and you want to acknowledge that uh, you also share love to this art and uh, you acknowledge their interest. and. We always want, if we are talking about ballet dance friends, we always want to give them some gifts that are related to this art form. Oh, in most cases, this is one of the options, like oh, something related to dance. And it's super difficult to find something that would be cute, uh, uh, affordable, and like not typical as like jewelry or I don't know, hip scarf or something like that. So that's how my idea of minor dancer came on. So. Originally, it was just a story with, okay, I want something that would be cute uh, and related to ballet dance. That's why most of the items in that store is, um, they're not uh, 
typical ballet dance items. It's usually some life accessories like uh, mugs and notebooks and phone cases, but everything inspired uh, by these ballet dance uh, designs. Because my original idea was I just want to solve this problem even for myself and have some cute uh, options and stuff to give as a gift to friends. But uh, of course, um, we decided to add a couple of uh, actual outfits, training outfits, because it was logical. Okay, this is also logical to be fit in the Baladance online store. But how big my surprise right now to discover that our best-selling thing is actually a hoodie. Hoodie with a, a Baladance design on it. That honestly was really my surprise that people will love it so much and this will be our top-selling thing because it's not directly a uh, training form. I mean, in the cold winter days, of course, we start training with multi-layers on us and then we take them off. But it's something that actually, uh, in most cases, we'll wear in regular day-to-day -day, uh, life. Uh, but how many people actually want to have some presence of ballet dance in their uh, daily life and routines and in re on the regular clothing? So, Surprisingly, I mean, not surprisingly, but surprisingly for me, uh, our hoodie was a great uh, match for that. And this uh, really made me realize once again that sometimes we create some project based on our own um, thoughts of own preferences and thinking, oh, if we like it, if we need it, everyone else will want to. And for sure, there will be a lot of people who will share this interest or need or uh, just uh, enthusiasm about this item. But uh, in many cases, uh, uh, we cannot rely on just our own <laughs> preferences and ideas because we do not know what other people will like or make. And the whole reason of why I am uh, telling you about this is uh, just because don't... Uh, be afraid to put stuff out and just wait for people's reaction. So whatever it is, like uh, I'm talking about online store, but this can relate to whatever artistic project, whatever thought for a long time, I want to put it out, but I don't think people will like it or people will be into it, you know? Stop this voice in your head and just put it out and wait for people's reaction because they may surprise you either way. Yes, maybe someone will not share much of interest in the exact same thing that you will, but be sure there will be people who will like it for sure. Maybe not as many as you wished, but it's just the matter of time and uh, methods of finding and reaching them. But there for sure will be people who will like it, but there are maybe people who will surprise you with completely different perspective on your work and your project and give you some other ideas of how to expand or how even to see your own work. So forget about uh, this annoying voice in your head that tells you to not do something, just go and do it and uh, don't necessarily rely on only your own uh, judgments. Yes, you need to listen your inner voice and this is very important to be in line with your own uh, uh, beliefs and your own inspirations. You need to do something that sparks us and gives us enthusiasm to go and do it from day to day. But we kind of have always two voices in our uh, head. One is telling us, uh, yes, I want to do it. And another tells us, don't be silly. Nobody will like it or anything like that. So my point, 
first, don't be afraid to actually put it out. Nothing bad will happen. The worst, like, okay, people will not notice, which I really doubt, but uh, that's the worst case scenario. What may happen with whatever project you're working on. And second, don't be afraid to ask, but ask not only feedback from your close uh, uh environment like friends or relatives because they may be a little bit biased too about uh, they will be evaluating whatever they need to talk about from their perspective of knowing you and uh, also worrying if it's safe path or not safe path is it project will uh, maybe put you a bit further from them or make you different and this is a scary place for them too but don't be afraid to ask a general audience Ask people who you would like to reach with your project, whatever you we are talking about, your dance videos, your uh, articles, your, I don't know, handcrafty stuff, because we probably have a lot of talented people here who are not only doing dance, but doing some handcraft, uh, or, I don't know, maybe makeup artists, or teachers, or entrepreneurs, or whoever it is, because... In many cases, we combine our ballet dance passion with whatever other activities we have in our life. So, don't be afraid to put it out and don't be afraid to ask uh, people's uh, feedback and people's ideas about your project because I guarantee you'll be surprised uh, to hear. I was surprised with both my uh, podcast and the feedback from people that I got and I'm really grateful for everyone who reached out and tells me what they like, what they wish to hear. Don't forget we always have a feedback form on the main page yanadance.com slash podcast that you can reach out and give your uh, feedback and just uh, get a chance to for me to connect back to you as a listener and to know what exactly you are searching so again i'm not relying only on my own preferences of what to put in this project but also i got surprised with this um idea of online store my inner dance and people's reaction that hoodie was their most favorite uh, things according at least to a uh, number of orders we received and uh, uh right away digging in what i'm preaching here i would love also to ask you your ideas and feedback on uh, my inner dancer store and to see what kind of things you are missing in baladance world and maybe i will be able to find them uh, for you and make them available uh, whatever it is either you're looking for more i don't know training cute training outfits like what kind of training outfits uh, is it uh, more uh, diverse uh, variety of our mug collection or anything like that or maybe jewels or whatever you are sort of thinking oh i really wish uh, there was uh, this thing but uh, there is no paladin store that offers it reach out to me give me idea because i may be able to find it i'm right now currently in the this mode of searching uh, and uh, complementing our great selection of items at my inner dancer with even more cute designs and cute uh, things there and i would be happy to hear back from you what you think is uh, uh, missing in the store and uh, what you would be interested in actually having and uh, the way to do it is uh, super easy like first of all if you haven't uh, checked my inner dancer you can do it at uh, myinnerdancer.com i also will link it in the show notes but the website is literally the name myinnerdancer.com and check uh, 
because maybe you are also looking right now for some gifts for your balance friends who knows there you can get some very cute ideas about it uh, but uh, also uh, simply feel free to reach me out on social media either instagram or facebook i'm yana komarnitska yana dance again all links are also in the show notes uh, but reach me out on social media and just drop me a quick message oh i heard this podcast uh, you were talking about my inner dancer can you find uh, something like that and add to the store i'm really can't find it anywhere else and let's see maybe i will be able and i will be really uh, happy because again i was taking this uh, creating this project from a sort of selfish <laughs> need i want uh, something like this but it's not only about me the store doesn't exist for one person and as well as uh, this podcast like started it for my own need to hear from other dancers to uh, connect to learn from their experience but this is not just about me as a host it's also about you as listeners so I'm also again happy to hear your feedback and uh, which dances and which topics you'd like to hear I'm not able sometimes right away to bring them on podcast it's uh, a little bit complicated behind the scene <laughs> process of bringing people here so uh, bear with me if uh, you send some sort of requests or preferences or wishes and i am not able to make them happen yet but uh, there are a lot of dancers who i connected with and i'm just waiting the proper moment to finally sit down and record an interview and hopefully they all will be soon uh, here but for today we have amazing uh, guest who is spreading love to Egyptian folklore and oriental all around the world and uh, for those who may not know Wael Mansur his is a quick uh, background about him while Mansour was born in Cairo, where he studied Egyptian dance and ballet at the National Academy of Folklore and Theatre, and he became one of the best choreographers and solo dancers of Egyptian folklore and contemporary oriental dance there. He used to work in a balloon theatre in Cairo, but then he switched to working more with uh, different various private uh, groups uh, there, and later he uh, decided to pursue his uh, goals and dreams by moving to Europe and spreading uh, love to Egyptian dance uh, and culture all around the world. He was featured in numerous TV shows, uh, cinema, as well as festivals in Egypt and internationally. He is event organizer of several uh, dance events and you'll hear in this interview about several new festivals as he is about to announce soon on social media as well as he is a producer of uh, a number of uh, music cities and one of the famous songs that you for sure heard Mazagat it was produced under his direction uh, he is sort of a creator of the song and this you may have not known so listen to this interview uh, absorb information from one of the most significant uh, uh, 
professionals of uh, Egyptian dance in today's world. I hope you enjoy it. Again, don't uh, forget to leave uh, feedback and reach out both to me and to our amazing guest. And just before I let you finally dive in the interview, quick thank you to our supporters, Belly Dance Evolution. Following Jelena's BDE activities, I am always impressed with the level of their theatrical performances as well as educational programs that serves dancers at all levels. Don't forget that applications for Jelena's BDE experience in New Bern, North Carolina are still open. Also, you can now audition to join the cast for their 10th anniversary Best of BDE performance in Los Angeles. Please visit BalladanceEvolution.com for more information about it. Hello, well, uh, welcome to our podcast. I'm uh, really joyful to talk to you today. And uh, how was, uh, how's it going? How's, how was your day today? <laughs> uh, everything is good. Thank you. Thank you. To start our conversation, I um, when I was doing research, I was uh, really surprised to find out that you actually have a Master of Science degree in Engineering, but uh, while you were living in uh, Egypt, you also was uh, studying uh, Egyptian folklore and ballet at the Egyptian National School. <laughs> Can you take us back in time and tell us a little bit about those, uh, those years of your life and how dance uh, uh, came into your life into more uh, like serious professional level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's uh, what that's what he what mean when you uh, love the art. Mm. So um, yeah, in Egypt we should our families uh, normal family you, you should to study you should to finish your uh, university you should to finish your career. Be uh, with if you if you wanna be study art or you wanna be artist or something like this. You should to finish your study first because you should to have two of both toge together, okay? Mm -hmm. But the, but only artists, not every family allowed this. So my family it pushed me to study and uh, accept also to be study dance, but should to study my uh, finish my school, my university. So I finish with uh, with normal uh, schools. Uh, uh, until university, so I finished uh, study engineering. But with this, when when I was young, I studied to I start to study dance in uh, in, in, in folkloric groups. And uh, normally we have in this um, group, for example, like El Kaumea, we study the basic of ballet also uh, with the folklore. Mm -hmm. So we have we have basic of two of both together. And um, when I I get to be professional, I I dance um, with so many choreographers from um, um, ballet and folklore and modern with every um, with everyone I I work in Egypt with this choreographer. Mm. And in Egypt, because you kind of separated, at least from how I felt it, that there is a university education, then you can dance 
uh, you can study dance on the side. Are there universities that actually offer dance degrees of some sort in Egypt? So the person can go and get university education, but right away it's related to dance? Uh, um, I, I repeat the question to be sure that I understand. You ask is that uh, have university give you certificates uh, for dance? Yeah. Uh, we have the uh, we have academies. It's mm. uh, like university, same level. Uh, but is it considered something uh, like common for people to go and study dance, like in academies? Uh, or usually people go to universities for like whichever other degree uh, like their family or they no, decide we are, we, no 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 we have we have like a ballet academy and when you finish this you can continue to study uh, with the folklore with but we have academy of uh, of ballet we have academy of theater like music it's, it's the same, this is the, the academy, um, same level like university. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, for your own training, because you mentioned that uh, in the national school that you studied, you studied uh, Egyptian folklore, but also uh, they um, gave a lot of attention to ballet. Was uh, uh, Do you consider now that ballet training was uh, really helpful uh, for you? Like how, how now you, you see it from uh, years of experience in no, dancing? No, the ballet, ballet is important for any dance. The basic for, for any dance. But uh, I, mean, I, I talk about basic ballet, not, uh, not, not ballet like a professional dancer in ballet. Uh, we 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 take we we study the basic of ballet, the basic that you can be on the stage. You know the rules of the dance. You know how uh, the posture, uh, your uh, the body, how to move, how to be, how you have your balance. Because I, for me, I think it is the basic for any dance. You mm. should to know the basic of ballet. Mm. For me. That's actually a very interesting topic. Can you can you tell us a little bit more in your opinion? Uh, what are the basic principles of ballet that every ballet dancer uh, need to learn and try to develop those skills? Like, what exactly we can take as ballet dancers from ballet and apply to to the stage? No, for for me, for example, to know what is the meaning the stage the first. first first point you should to know what is the meaning of uh, the stage you should to know how um, you you should to uh, because so many movements it's similar like ballet for example we use uh, arabesque we, we use stairs we use all turns we use all this movement i don't i don't mean we should to dance like ballet but mm-hmm. we we should to know how to move Mm. Uh, to be the, to to become uh, the quality more better, but um, also not dance too much ballet. Don't change the style of the dance. For example, uh, ballet. When you when you if you make the movement like ballet, it it became not ballet dance. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you should to know the way to do the technique of the movement, but. We um, we we use this for for belly dance because so many dancers I so so many dancers dance like uh, too much ballet. Mm-hmm. 
we don't need this also. We need just take the, uh, the technique to know how you take your energy, your, your balance for the movement that we use it from ballet. And I didn't mean the movement like uh, when, we, when we use this uh, uh, original uh, belly dance, for example, like hip drop, like shimmy, like uh, undulation, all this movement, we don't need ballet for this. But when we, when we talk about movement, we use it like uh, when we say some words like chane, like uh, pirouette, like arabesque, like foite, all this movement. We, it, 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 take it from ballet. So we should to know how this technique to be to make um, the style is much better. But don't dance like ballet, not too much uh, uh, strong like ballet. Yeah, that's exactly what that I meant. Because of course, obviously, ballet dance and ballet—it's two different styles. It's not about like mixing or transforming one to another. Yeah, because but... so, because so many dancers uh, when um, use it in not in right way, but when using good way, it became the style. It became very very nice. Yes, exactly. That's why I sort of decided to clarify, uh, like, what, what exactly those principles and things that we can naturally borrow, because I think especially for uh, beginner or intermediate ballet dancers, it's sometimes uh, confusing, like, we keep hearing, like, oh, we need to study ballet because it helps, but what what exactly so that's why I, w- I was interested to point in your opinion what what are actually those principles of like turns or balance or maybe body lines yeah, that yeah, we can just, borrow just the basic just the basic movement that we use it for example with, in my classes uh, with beginners in with my students i teach just the movement that we use it in belly dance just basic technique not not teach ballet, not teach ballet. It's completely different. Mm-hmm. Just for example, we use we use turns. For example, the turn. How mm-hmm. you make a turn if you don't know how you you take your force? How you how you turn on one feet or two of both? How you know this technique? It it, uh, it have original technique. We should to, to know how to do it from this and how we dance in ballet dance after. Mm, so true. Do you think uh, there is a certain uh, age uh, that people can start incorporating or learning the basics of ballet for ballet dance purpose of you? Uh, or it can be like if if someone is doing ballet dance for some certain time and uh, they may be not in that young age that it's typical to start learning ballet, but do you think uh, it's yeah. too late for them to start incorporating ballet uh, principles and learning like the basics mm-hmm. of ballet? No, 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 no. Any dance, it, uh, we say always when you learn, when you're young, it's, it's much better. But uh, that we learn is a basic, basic, so it's very, it's not hard. We don't need to make a strong movement. We just learn the basic. The basic is very, um, not, too, not too much uh, work, uh, apart from ballet. So any age can learn this because it's just the, uh, the basic uh, for um, some movements. Not all 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 ballet, not all basic of ballet. Not mm. all. Just I uh, like I, I say about I talk about myself. 
I teach my students the movements that we use from to uh, from ballet uh, in ballet dance. Just this moment. This moment don't need uh, just young, uh, only young to learn it. Any age can do it. Mm-hmm. Coming back to, to your activities <laughs> specifically uh, as a dancer, um, and I know that you uh, performed and worked at uh, El Balloon uh, Theater in Cairo, which is very important yes. uh, theater. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that time and also why why you decided to leave uh, uh, such an important establishment and start working more with different uh, private groups? Uh, why why was this uh, transition <laughs> in your dance uh, dance story? Uh, okay, uh, look in life we have career, so we you change to take when you make a step you need you need to make. Um, another step, another step to arrive for uh, to your your dream. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when uh, El Kaumea, when I study in El Kaumea, El Kaumea is the bar, uh, the the place of of study in in the theater inside the theater El Ballon. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I learned there inside the El Ballon theater. Okay. I learned that I learned with El Kaumea there. And then I dance uh, with, uh, bri- with uh, in private uh, in the show, uh, also with another choreographer in 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 El Balon with with different choreographers on the stage. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, after this step, I I uh, I move. To dance with another choreographer in another in, an, in another places in TV in cinema in another theaters in uh, so it's, it's just steps in to to take more experience to to um, to arrive about uh, that what you want for example for me I don't want um, stay all my life in one in one group I want uh, always. To learn more, take experience more with new choreographer, with new idea, with new places. So it's not um, not everyone have different idea. I like to to change to to have more experience. Mm-hmm. And how how different is uh, dancing in uh, in the theater under the um... Because this theater is uh, sort of, uh, uh, I guess, supervised by government in a like more strict uh, um, way than uh, uh, like other, I guess, dance troops. Uh, I mean, correct me if I if I'm wrong here. So how is it different? I try to, to understand. Yeah, how how is it to to sort of uh, perform and dance in the sort of government uh, supervised theater in contrast to, to dancing in uh, private groups? Uh, it's completely different. It's completely different. Uh, when you dance in government, uh, in in group of government. So uh, this group is uh, is for the is for for the government, not for the private. Private, the choreographer, for example, um, when we have shows, the choreographer select best of the best of the best dancers. For, 
example, I have one singer I danced before with um, in private group like uh, Hassan Afifi, like uh, so many, so many groups, and with singer uh, named Samir Sabri. This singer is private, but he selects the best dancer from each group. For example, Kaumeya, Reda, another group. He selects the dancer uh, one by one. Mm-hmm. Okay, to have this, to have this dancer. Um, government group, you have more rules. You have more more rules. You you should to be. Uh, study in the school uh, this group and grow with this group and grow with, uh, and grow 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 uh, till you arrive uh, in the first in the first line but in private take already you are you you are a dancer he take just uh, when you are ready mm. when you are already in good line by the way uh, a lot of your training and activities um at least back in Egypt, there were a lot connected to Egyptian folklore dance. But uh, today you also is a teacher of uh, uh, both Egyptian folklore and Oriental. What was the time that Oriental or ballet dance, as we like name it today, uh, when, what was the time that it entered your, your dance uh, career? Uh, okay. Uh, when... When I, I dance folklore, okay, uh, we have in same, for example, dance one ballet, okay, one Iskandarani, have uh, dance male dancer and female dancer, okay? Mm-hmm. The choreographer makes the movement for the male and makes the movement for female. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I grow with this. I grow, I saw this front of me. So I, is, is normally we we learn two of both together, okay. And when I I, I transfer from Egypt to Europe, uh, the people interesting to um, for belly dance, and me also, I like to make a choreograph for belly dance because I in this mu- for music of belly dance. It may um, make me uh, uh, can use all my experience to put it in this in, the, in this in this choreograph because the music of uh, ballet dance is very rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, this is one of my favorite uh, dreams that I I wanna I wanna do that became choreographer of belly dance because uh, I use all my experience, all the styles that I learned when I make choreograph oriental. So I make, I make my taps, my experience, all the experience. But with the, with the folklore, with the folklore also is not easy. With the folklore also is not easy and enjoy also with, with this because, uh, you know, folklore, Egyptian folklore always rich. So to both, I, I think to both is very important for any choreographer. So to so to know, do it to both very well. Mm, that's definitely, I can only 
add uh, from myself that I um, attended once your workshop in uh, Saidi topic and another in uh, Mejance and I'm not quite sure which one was easier or more difficult. <laughs> Folklore was very, very challenging, <laughs> your, your presentation of it. So that's definitely folklore is uh, not an thanks. easy <laughs> thing. Thank you, my dear. Thank you. <laughs> When you moved to Europe, uh, did you right away wanted to pursue a dance career or was it something that just naturally happened? No, I, I moved uh, from, from uh, 16 years ago. Uh, that, uh, it, it was my dream to start to travel to um, to take my idea my want show the the people around the world that what I can do it so if I stay in Egypt you can't know me just if you come in Egypt mm. okay so I I start to thinking that I want to go for for the people to because 16 years ago It's not like now. Yes. <laughs> time is changing. Time, so in, the, in that time, it was more difficult. Not like now with uh, social media, with uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, not, not, not like now. It was more difficult. Do you think uh, right now you could have uh, uh, reached your dreams and goals uh, without moving outside of Egypt? Uh, like with all the social media <laughs> tools? <laughs> What do, how do you think? <laughs> I don't I don't know exactly. I don't know that. <laughs> but for for me for me I prefer um, the old old style all the time because now um, anyone can write anything, anyone can say anything, and the people don't know who we who is right. Before the students traveling, go to study, uh, more interesting. Now uh, it's too much. On internet, it's, it's too much. Hmm. Now, now it's too, it's, uh, really it's too much on internet. It's too much. The students is tired because it makes confused for the students. Each one now wants, uh, for example, want to uh, start to, to teach or perform this year, won't arrive Uh, won't start from the point that another dancer danced, for example, before 10 years. Won't start from this point, from this, for, from this point. Not, don't want to make experience. I say for all for my students, you should to make your experience. The experience comes with the timing. So take your time. Take your time to have your, your experience. Mm-hmm. Not every everything became very fast. Internet now make everything became very fast. Oh, seems to be uh, very fast. <laughs> uh. So, so uh, anyone now can uh, can advert advertising herself or himself is very very fast. And the people, for example, um, when when see this. After it's finished, because not not good experience. So 
I think now everything is very fast and um, make a student also tired the the tired from this. Hmm. Yeah, like also the quick start uh, means uh, uh, very often a quick yeah, finish yeah, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Except of uh, dancing and uh, uh, teaching uh, career, you are also involved into producing music. And I think one of the most uh, um, famous songs that were produced under your direction is uh, probably Mazagat, <laughs> along with many yeah, other yeah. other uh, songs. Um, can you take us a little bit more inside those process? How, in general, like the music creation and music production uh, from... Uh, under direction of the dancer, how how does it look? Like, what's the process is even like? <laughs> okay, the music it's um, you know when uh, we dance with the music, right? Mm -hmm. So when you have idea for the dance, we we make it, we we start from the music because we need we need to have the music to make the idea of the movement that you want to make a choreograph. So I, uh, when I want to make music, I have I, I, I first I have the idea, and after I go the, for the composer, I think I talk to him. I want this one. I want this part to start like this with this instrument, with this uh, rhythm, with this melody, and after we go um, with this uh, part, and 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 I give him all my idea, and he start to. To work and I listen with him I say no I don't want this we change it we change it till we arrive the version that I want okay we start to make now uh, we start to make this uh, real so with the with the musician we uh, we go in the studio and take every instrument, every uh, all basic of uh, drum or uh, and after when we finish this we, finish, we make a master so it's very hard work but interesting because I love it this mm -hmm. and with this point also of the music uh, like a dance like everything now everything um, it's, it's a copy it became very fast all copy now all copy no, uh, for example, you you make a lot of idea. You thinking about what you what you want to make it, and became another one. Copy what you do it, so it became very very easy now. Mm. But I'm I continue to make the music every every year. I I make one uh, album. Uh, I have now like around. I start from. Uh, 2008, I think, uh, first album. Mm. Uh, I think I don't remember exactly, but I, 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 I think I think in this date I don't remember exactly, but uh, uh, every year I have uh, I make I make a new album. Mm. And do you work with uh, musicians uh, from Egypt, or you find someone in Europe now to record your music? No, 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 no. All, all in Egypt, all in Egypt. But uh, I changed, I changed the composer, the um, the musician to have different quality. When I have different quality, make 
um, give uh, you you dance in different way. So I change it always, but all from Egypt. Mm. Do you have uh, yourself a, a music education, or you are more relying on your dancers' intuition that you need to com- when you need to communicate something to musicians? No, I uh, we I uh, we learn the music with experience, with experience with with the dance because we we grow we grow up dance with the musician, so we know um, I know. Uh, so many things from the music. Not, uh, I'm not a study in um, like I'm studying dancing, but uh, I know, I know, I can communicate it with with them. I and I know how to com- communicate it with them. Mm. Uh, it's it's very interesting because uh, dancers and musicians communication uh, sometimes it gets funny. I mean, I never had experience of recording CD, but even on stage before performance, when we communicate, sometimes we we feel that we are talking in different languages. So I can only imagine if we are talking about record, actually recording and producing music, it can go sometimes uh, very very challenging. Uh, when you were doing uh, because we grow up with this we work uh, we work together uh, we work with the musician uh, so many many years in egypt so i i know how them talking i know if i want something i know what what is the name uh, of this uh, of what i want i uh, i can i can explain for them i don't need uh, to suffer to explain them what i want because we have uh, the te- um, the words, we understand each one, each other, mm. so it's very easy for us. I also know that there is sometimes an issue of uh, copyrights with music. I'm not much familiar with this topic, but I, I just heard like I kind of have an idea that um, because a lot of uh, uh, many times. Um, those CDs, they have a sort of different versions of other famous songs, but in their own interpretation, like uh, songs from Um Kalsum or like those uh, like old songs from different composers. Yeah, 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 How yeah. that works? Like, I'm just really curious because it's the whole different world that we as dancers, we just hear the final product <laughs> and and listen to okay. the into dance. Some, mm-hmm. some, some, some songs, some songs is old songs. But uh, I make remixes, some songs, and another music. It's it's I make it new. Mm-hmm. It's new. It's all words and melody is all new. It's uh, it's make it just for me. And some some songs is all the is all songs like for example song of Umm Kulthum, Abdul Halim Hafiz, Farid Al Atras. This is uh, very rich uh, music. And we make a remix, mm-hmm. and this for everyone can make this. Not only me, uh, but when uh, when is all the music? In anyone can make remix. It's not me, but for example, when it's my it's one music, it's my created for me. It's for me. I believe I'm not sure, but I heard somewhere that if the song is older than. 60 years or or something like 
70 or 80, I don't know the number exactly, but it's yeah. sort of like that. It's sort of like the uh, public domain that you can make remixes, but if yes, it's a new yes, one... Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, so yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. a new one, it's it's basically you can't even do remix without asking actually permission from from the authors. No, yeah. no, no. When I use when I make it uh, remix, I, I I use all the, all the, all mm -hmm. the music, mm. all the music. That's very interesting because it's a completely like this that kind of world. It usually uh, stays behind the scene, and as dancers, we don't realize how much work and how much energy and attention should be put in yes, the production yes, of one CD. So thanks for sharing little insights. Uh, by the way, are your CDs available somewhere online for people to purchase? No, I didn't sell online. <laughs> I am I am still uh, with all <laughs> all the fashion, not commercial. But uh, I I I thinking to put it in online because so many. Uh, people ask me why you didn't put online, why didn't so I I thinking to put it online. Mm. But for now, until they are online, what is the best way to to purchase them? As uh, um, anyone write me, I uh, I send the uh, with for home address. Mm -hmm. mm. I think that's the way that I got one of your CDs too. <laughs> But hopefully, hopefully <laughs> soon you'll put them online and because it will be, a, I'm sure like more people will even discover about them on the yeah, iTunes I, or Spotify. Yeah, I, I, I try, I, I will try soon to, to do this. <laughs> yeah, because the music is really beautiful and uh, some songs, they became uh, really famous, thanks. but I feel there are many songs from your CDs that are less famous, but just because people don't, don't, get to hear them because they are really beautiful and yeah, they need more yeah, showcase yeah. <laughs> for sure oh, thank you my dear thank you so much uh, thank you. also are uh, you on top of everything you are also an event organizer and you host your festival <laughs> yeah 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 i have Heshik Beshik I'm as again Beshik I stopped um, uh, last two three years uh because i want back with some with with new ideas because you know uh, like i like we talked before everyone copy what you do it uh so i will back with Eshik Beshik again two two different uh festival Eshik Beshik in uh in venice and Madagat in bari which one is uh, coming up sooner <laughs> Uh, and now I didn't decide because I just finished uh, Mazaget mm -hmm. uh, in December, so I didn't decide yet uh, the date of uh, of Mazaget. And uh, um, I think Beshik uh, Beshik um, will back again summer of uh, of next year. But now I am busy for my new event in Cairo, Joel of the Nile. Uh, um, organized by myself and with uh, Mr. Yusufi, we organized this new event in Cairo. Uh, so, so many things to do it, uh, and uh, soon I will uh, all the information will be available uh, online. Oh, so we are we are about to hear about the third festival of yours. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, now in yeah. Cairo. Mm. 
Can you tell yeah, yeah, a, yeah. approximately at least so people can mark their calendars? I mean, is it going to be summer, winter, or half a year from now? So... No, summer, 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 summer will be summer, will be summer, 2020. Oh, okay. So, so that people can plan summer, in advance. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I have another event in Egypt, in Turin, in Turin, uh, in October also in Italy. Schedule is so busy. Ah, I see. Very like spread geographically, also all events and a great opportunity for uh, different people to visit also different countries and uh, uh, not only uh, enjoy Egyptian culture while visiting uh, your festival, but also uh, explore it Italy too <laughs> and study more even with you. Um, But this is quite crazy, I kind of feel like organizing four, basically, events, uh, or three upcoming, like, the third one is upcoming uh, soon, new one. Uh, how big is your team to help you to put together all those kind of, like, events together? Because as a solo, as just one organizer, it's nearly impossible, I believe. <laughs> no, <laughs> I... Um... Uh, my team is uh, each each event have a different team. Mm -hmm. Not all events in only one team. Each event have different team. Well, uh, looking forward to hearing uh, more information about uh, your new upcoming uh, event in in Egypt. Uh, it uh, sounds very exciting, like something new and different from you, uh, different from other. It will be will be very strong event. It's all new idea, new new um, new form, new new style will be completely different that usually we see all festivals around the, the world. Mm. Well, very intrigued already. <laughs> I wish you good luck with uh, your upcoming events and all your dance uh, workshops and festivals and trips all around the world that you have. Um, So thank you also for finding time to, to have this uh, interview and uh, really we covered today so interesting topics that not often we get to, to talk about and see a glimpse in the uh, work, uh, work in progress. So thank you so much for sharing your experience and your story. <laughs> thank you for you, dear. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was my pleasure always. And I always uh, uh, sum up every uh, interview with our uh, traditional question of this uh, podcast. And the question is, uh, what makes you fall in love with uh, uh, ballet dance again and again? Or in this case, I would say Egyptian folklore and Oriental. What makes you fall in love again and again? So you keep doing it uh, as your profession for so many years. Me, I, I I love to perform uh, folklore, mm -hmm. for love for folklore, to perform. But I love also Oriental. It's too both. It's uh, it's very. I'm fully in love for two both. Uh, do you know why? Have you ever asked yourself why you really love these dances? <laughs> no, because no answer. The art. Uh, Or you love, or you not love. You don't love. <laughs> It's without answers. Or you love, or not. Thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, 
Do you know the best way to support this project? Is to share it with your friends. It takes few seconds, costs you nothing, but it helps a lot to move this project forward and help me to bring more awesome guests on the podcast in the future. You can tell your friend, you can send a message, email, you can screenshot and put a, a post on social media, whatever works better for you. But if every one of you will share this episode at least with one more person, it will make a huge difference for this podcast. Thank you for spending your time with us, for your support and love. And until next time, keep shimming, keep dancing, and I will see you soon.